Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Real Window, rewatching random movies from our childhood. I'm Lisa. And I'm Pauline. And welcome to another trivia episode. This is an episode where if you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't, you always do that. You always go. Ah. <laughs> yeah. I thought I, I would join because in. Because I it's because I do so many story times with oh, children. Totally. It's such a knee-jerk reaction to like applaud and like cheer people up. <laughs> You're like, isn't that great, everyone? We're gonna Yay! read Good Night Moon. <laughs> Hooray! Except I'd read it with a Christopher Walken accent. Obviously. Good night, moon. Okay. Good night, moon. Anyway. Good night, cows jumping over the moon. Ooh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> We've gone sidetrack and we're barely in this episode, it's guys. Been not That's even a minute. No, it's a party. Um, so, as I was about to say, uh, if you haven't listened to a trivia episode before, or if the, it's been a while, uh, these are the episodes where one of us uh, has chosen a movie. And the other one has to answer trivia questions and hopefully through those questions, figure out what movie it is we're going to be watching next. So this week it is my turn. I have picked the movie and Pauline has no clue what I have picked. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So I'm going to start by asking her some questions and we'll see how long it takes you to figure this out. Um, Probably won't take too long to be perfectly frank, but let's find out how well I've phrased these questions. I like it. All right. So Pauline. Yeah. What year do you think this film was made? Ah, I'm based gonna give on, you some options. Based on nothing. <laughs> based uh, on nothing. I love arbitrary this is how, guessing. This is how you know I had to be like, well, gotta, we're going to have to have some really random dig ones. deep. Okay. <laughs> what random uh, year do I think Lisa would have picked a movie from? Mm. All right. And I'm going to give you options. Oh, that's good. I'm giving good. you options. That's good. There you go. They're yeah, probably okay. going to span like an 80-year period anyway. But go on. <laughs> How did you know? All well, right. So what is this film made in? And all of them are years of favorite movies of ours. Just so you know. I figure so, that's almost every year, Lisa. <laughs> you narrowed it down well, by none. You know, now I'm wondering if there was. No, you know what? Isn't. We okay. never had a favorite movie from 1946. <laughs> ah, that's what I'm thinking. It'd thank probably you. be a random black and white year. All right. So what year was this film made in? 1938. Mm. 1977, ah. 1988, mm -hmm. or 1990? Oh, it ended very abruptly. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Didn't it just? Um, I'm going to say 1977. Ooh, nope. 1990. We're Ooh, sticking with the 90s 1990. Still. I was wondering if we were, if, when are you going to bring up the I old know. guns? <laughs> I was thinking that, and then I was just like, I realized I've chosen another 1990 film. So, guys, I'm totally gonna have to choose another year on my next pick. I'm just gonna have to. Like this, but we're this keeping was with your favorite year. Okay, got it. <laughs> hey, the our year of year, kindergarten. Cup. There's a lot of good. Movies That's fair. Okay, that I'm, I'm not denying that. Okay. All right. So, how much do you think this movie? It's a random or, or movie, movie from 1990. <laughs> you know yeah. nothing about. Mm -hmm. How much do you think it grossed in its opening weekend? Okay. So, do you think it grossed 12 million, 19 million, 23 million, or 27 million? Let's say 27. You're right. Oh, boom. It grossed 27 million. However, that was considered a disappointing opening oh, for the film. Okay. And executives pulled all TV ads and it made 47.4 million total. Oh, no. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So it started what I thought. I'm like, wow, it started off strong. And then I was reading the trivia. I'm like, oh, apparently not. So okay, cool. that tells me that this is a movie that is kind of obscure. Or did it become a cult classic after? So I'm honestly not sure. I would like to ask our listeners to tell us if they've heard of this one or grew up watching it. So as we go along, maybe because I, I think it kind of became a bit of a cult classic for like our generation. Mm. But I'm honestly not 100% sure on it. Interesting. Okay. I, I feel it's underappreciated. Okay. So in 1990, this film was released on November 16th. What film do you think opened on the same day that it had to compete with? Oh, I'm not give you options. you're not giving me options? No. November in 1990. What was it competing with? Home Alone. Yes. Boom. They were released on the same day. Well done. Well done. I knew you'd get it. I knew you'd get it. So that sucks, right? This unexpected. Yeah. Massive. So bad. I'm like, oh, that explains it. (laughs) Yeah. That's well. And it's like, they're disappointed in the 27 mil. It's like, no shit. Because Home Alone was grossing like, ends up grossing like $380 million. Like an obscene amount of money. Yeah. I think they should actually be glad that their film grossed $27 million on opening weekend. Like, I'm like, you should be proud. Yeah. You should be so proud that your film made any money. Yeah, totally. Oh, man. That's crazy. Okay. Okay, got it. Totally. All right. So, and the critical reception was mixed. However, Mm. While most other critics gave it two stars, Ebert and Siskel gave it three out of four stars. What? They both really liked it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Bruce Broughton is the composer of this film. He has come up before. He composed another film we've mm. rewatched. Mm. <laughs> Do you remember which one? And I will give you options because I'm aware that I pay more attention yeah, um, to this good. than you. Yeah, okay. Um, so Bruce Broughton, did he compose the musical score to The Fugitive, Okay. The Three Musketeers, okay. Silverado, or Kindergarten Cop? I don't think it was Silverado because I remember that was in the trivia sold. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to say Fugitive because Fugitive was a badass soundtrack. It has a badass soundtrack, but no, actually, you discarded the correct answer. Oh, damn Silverado. It. <laughs> and he's the one who did like Baby's Day Out and Tombstone yes. and that really I remember random... you going through the list. And I <laughs> thought that his name would stick with me better than it obviously <laughs> did. I don't know. Bruce Broughton is not a name that sticks in the brain for some reason. No, whose name, whose name stuck in my brain for some reason is John Turtletaub. Totally. I'm going to forever know who the director of Cool Runnings is for no reason. And while you were sleeping, like I know. I saw, do you know what I saw it? I was like, oh my God, it's John Turtletaub directed this movie. And I obviously remembered that from the trivia show because I had looked it up, Um, but I was like, oh yeah, I'm going, I'm going to now know these two movies that John Turtletaub no one else knows what he's done and I could be like ah he did cool runnings and while you were sleeping (laughs) did you know while you were sleeping is on like the top 50 Christmas movies on uh, almost (laughs) allow me allow me to regale you with trivia Trivia. that you had no concept of Uh, good times put that in your pipe and smoke it all right so (laughs) there's an actor (laughs) there's an actor in this film who is most famous he's a very very famous old actor and he's famous for the following roles. So I'm going to list the movies. I'm going to see if you can guess his name. I'm very curious. Okay. Christopher Plummer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't listed the movies yet, but no, you're wrong. Damn Wouldn't it. that be awesome? I love Christopher Plummer. I know. Okay. 
so he was in Anatomy of a Murder, mm. The Hustler, Doctor Strange Love, or How I Stopped Worrying and Learned to Love the Atomic Bomb, and Patton. <laughs> Uh, John Wayne? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, oh, oh, that'd be. That'd I'm be thinking awesome. of Anatomy of a Murder. I'm really. I feel like I can see the movie poster. Um, mm. But I can't think of who's in it. I'll give you some options. Okay, ready? Carrie mm, so Grant. It. No, Damn it. Okay. In that way. Uh, okay, so is do you want me to give you some options to help I do you and I don't I, but I could be <laughs> okay. here for an hour. So you yes. know, I'm totally fine either way. You can okay. So uh Paul Newman mm. or Jimmy Stewart. It's Jimmy Stewart. Or he is an anatomy of a murder, but he's oh. not the actor. Damn it. Because I was like, did she pick Five Locals West? <laughs> I knew it. I knew that's where your brain would go. I purposely faked Anatomy of a Murder because I knew if you knew Jimmy Stewart was yeah. in it, your brain would immediately go to Fabulous. Immediately. West. That's initially exactly that's what That's because I everyone, that's an amazing animated film. We love that film. We do love but that However, film. it's not the one okay. that I picked. So the actor in question is George C. Scott. So he's famous for playing Patton. That's like his biggest role. Any, any person who's watched that film like that that Which was what he, isn't he, he was nominated for a, we no, never it watched wasn't it. us it wasn't us however i know of him yes. simply because of that notorious role okay. he actually was nominated for like two academy awards though he never he never won mm. okay the even bigger name in this film uh is one of our favorites oh i'm gonna start listing films <laughs> okay until you uh, can take a page out of my book eh? <laughs> yes Okay. I am. I'm just going to keep going with it okay. until you can tell me who the actor is who's in common. Are we ready? Yep. Okay. Who's Harry Crumb? JFK. Rookie of the Year. Only the Lonely. Spaceballs. Pause for a sec. Pause for a sec. Let yep. me just. Okay. I'm thinking, I'm like, I, I have can... a few more that are more obvious. Yeah, I know, but, but I know, but I yeah. just, I'm like, rookie of the year, classic, mm -hmm. in my head. I'm like, who the <laughs> fuck is in rookie of the year? Okay. <laughs> okay, go on. And then I'm like discounting certain people and I'm like, is it Rick yeah, Moranis? So then... Okay, continue, continue. Okay, so one of the lonely Spaceballs splash. Okay, wait, pause. Oh, fuck. Is this John Candy? It is John. Yes, Candy. yes. <laughs> Love John. Nicely Candy. done. You guessed before I got to summer rental or planes, trains, and automobiles. I, so well done. Gosh, well oh done. man. Well, thank I knew, you. I, I mean, know. it's not great, I but I was like, who? Oh, wait. I figured who is John Candy and Rookie of the Year? He's what? He's the announcer. He's a sports announcer who's <sighs> for, there for the yes, baseball. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's not a huge role, but he was. I remember we loved that he was in of it. Of course, we were like, oh yes, of course, this is a great movie. Any movie John with John Candy is automatically is amazing. good. Okay, is amazing. Uh, the only one I'd never heard of was um, who's Harry Crumb? I was like, uh, it's a good question. Uh, who, who is? is Harry what about Crumb? Bob? <laughs> totally. All right, so now you know John Candy. Do you want to take a guess at the movie, or shall we proceed with more questions? Okay. 
And you were going to get to summer rental and planes trains. So we know it's neither of those. <laughs> um, and it was made in 1990. 1990. It's tricky mm-hmm. because... Oddly enough, he was also in Home Alone. So part of me is like, is this yes. a deceit? Is did you know Lisa terrible? pick Home he Alone? Was... Anyway, no, it's not a deceit. His film was both of his films were competing with each other. <laughs> well, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's not like that's awful. And he is John Candy. No, and mm-hmm. I think, in all honesty, the expectation was not that Home Alone would be the one <laughs> to make the most money. So I'm just trying to think. Right, obviously, I'm just trying to think in my head. 1990. Is this the year of the great outdoors? Is my question mm. to myself. And I'm also happy to do another question to see if that helps or if you want to guess. Is it the great outdoors? It is not the great outdoors. Ask me another question, please. Okay. Okay. During its theatrical release, our mystery film was released as a double feature with an animated featurette. Which of the following was that featurette? Was it Mickey's Christmas Carol? Roger Rabbit, Roller Coaster Rabbit, The Prince and the Popper, or Roger Rabbit trail mix-up. The Prince and the Popper. You're right. Yes. It was released with The Prince and the Popper preceding it. Uh, guys, if you haven't seen that animated short, it's delightful. Mickey and Mouse. Super funny. Classic. Mickey Mouse version. And so it's good. really, really good. So yeah, so, so that was good. released before. And then the films, like they were released together. So did we, theaters. when we watched this at home on VHS, which I'm assuming we did, was Prince of the Popper? I remember it seeing it? it in theaters. I remember seeing this in theaters. I remember the end credits. Okay, wait. But did Prince and mm-hmm. when we rewatched this? When we rewatched it as kids, no, because okay. it, it wasn't released with okay. it. Which I think when I found out, because I had no memory of seeing Prince and the Popper in theaters, because mm. I was like, whoa, 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 we could have owned both, <laughs> and they didn't release them on the same. VHS. It's very Those inconsiderate. Bastards. Those, I'm sure that's what five-year-old Lisa thought for sure. <laughs> All right. It was probably something along the lines of like oh, heads or something. But uh, uh, nuts. But yeah. So any guesses now? No. I have no Wilson, idea. This is so great. I can't believe it. Okay. So. Ahem. Is it I'm Uncle Buck? I'm trying to think of what. No. It is not Uncle Buck. Okay. Um, so our questions are going to become a bit tricky here. I'm like, who the hell is George C. Scott? Can't picture him in my head. <laughs> you're you're going to oh. have to, as soon as you, as soon as you know this movie, you're going to be so mad at me for how I phrase things. But in all honesty, we're about to get to you figuring it out because this is as far as I could hedge it. Okay. Okay. Are we ready? So there is also uh, a female uh, lead who's got a very memorable persona and i'm going to give you three options which one do you think was in the film mm-hmm. is it ava gabor jaja gabor or magda gabor fuck i don't <laughs> is it jaja gabor it's ava gabor it was even, one of the gabor i sisters. don't even remember the only movie i could possibly <laughs> think of that has one of the Gabor sisters in it that we watched is the animated movie about Snow White and the fucking Seven Dwarfettes. Oh, it is not Happily Ever After. Because that, that had terrible... one of the Gabor sisters in it. <laughs> it did. It had Jaja. It had Hello, Jaja. It had Jaja Gabor in it. No, Ava Gabor's in this one. And Pauline, you're right in the genre. It is an animated film. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Is this one that we loved? Like, I loved oh, it? 
Pauline, we loved it and watched it so much and quoted it so much. And you're going to kick yourself so Okay, hard. give me the next, what's the next clue? <laughs> okay, the Unreal. next clue is, which is so good. All right. This film is not a musical and it would be another nine years before the studio Disney, who made it, made its next non-musical film. Which film is the following, like nine years after 1990, what was the next Disney film that wasn't a musical? Oh, um, um, wasn't a musical cartoon like animated mm-hmm. still okay. yeah animated film so disney you know most of those are the i'm so thrown ones. i'm so thrown by yeah. everything i've got <laughs> random things popping in my head like i can't get my head around anything my first instinct is mulan which i obviously know is a musical like i'm singing the songs you're around as, the right time period like i'm very after mulan i'm just so oh. what was after mulan Atlantis? Was Atlantis after Mulan? Uh, Mulan, It it is after Mulan and it is not a musical. However, there's a movie right between the two. Shit. (laughs) And I'll give you a hint. Okay. One of our dad... So our dad, one of his favorite musicians. Mm -hmm. So there was still music in the film. The film is just not considered a musical. Mm -hmm. One of dad's favorite musicians wrote the music for this one. I'm assuming that's got to be like Phil Collins. Oh, Tarzan. Is it Tarzan? Yes. It's Tarzan. So that was the because none of the characters really sing. Oh, it's all the music over top. Oh, I never would have musical. No, I definitely. It was a very cruel question. I apologize. All right. Okay. I actually assumed at this point that you would have guessed it. I'm gathering that. So now you got to give me another fucking hint. You got to give me something else to work with. Another one. Are you ready? Yeah. There is a villain in this film. Okay. Who is one of my personal favorites, but it's considered one of the lesser known, because of course this is a lesser known Disney film. Apparently. However, he oh, went shit. on. Shit. Yes. Yes. I know what movie this is. God. Yes. What movie is it, Pauline? This is The Rescuers. Down Under. Down Under. Oh, yes. man. <laughs> I love this movie. God. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. It's such a good it's movie. It's so good. It's so good, guys. Oh, For any of you who I'm haven't so upset seen that this, this movie. I'm so this long to get. I, you know who what? Is I George you C. A whole Scott? Of... He is Percival C. McLeish. Oh, such a bad guy. Yeah, he's the best villain. So he actually inspired a bunch of other Disney villains. He's so good. I'm going to list you a couple. You tell me which one of them he didn't inspire. Got it. Okay. So did he... All right, so which one did he not inspire? Gaston, mm. Governor Ratcliffe, definitely Clayton from Tarzan, okay, or John Silver from uh, Treasure Planet. Thank you. I was like, <laughs> who the hell is that? <laughs> the hell's John I didn't Silver? like Treasure Planet. Um, I know. I'm going to say he didn't inspire Gaston. He actually didn't inspire John Silver. They used elements of him for Gaston, Governor Ratcliffe, Clayton, and a bunch of others, Mm. but not John Silver. So there were actual plans. So for anyone who doesn't know this film, The Rescuers Done Under Disney, actually, this is a sequel. They made um, the first film called The Rescuers, which was from like 1976, I think, or 77. 
And Pauline and I never saw that one until after we saw Rescuers Mm -hmm. because it wasn't released on VHS for us until years later. So we actually didn't know there was another movie. We didn't know there was a prequel to our (laughs) movie. Again, it's like an Indiana Jones thing. We didn't realize. We didn't realize we were watching the sequel. No, we didn't watch. No, we were watching the end of a trilogy. Exactly. So we had no clue that Rescuers Down Under wasn't just like its own movie, that it had ever (laughs) been joined with another. Totally. However, there actually were plans to make a third Rescuers film. But the deaths of John Candy and even more so another actor changed that. Which actor do you think changed it along with John Candy? Was it Bob Newhart, Eva Gabor? George C. Scott or Tristan Rogers. I feel like it would have to be Eva Gabor. It was. It was Eva Gabor. Because she's one so of the mice. She, she passed away. She's Bianca. And she passed away. This was her last film that she ever did. Oh. Was Rescuers Down Under. I know. So her and John Candy both passed away actually very close together. Um, and she, yeah. So there were plans and they, of course, of course they scrapped them. Um, mm. But Yeah. There's no way they could do it without Miss Bianca. Just no, you can do it without John Candy because he's not in the first one. But No, th- and that's the reason why is um, the voice actor for Orville. So in the first one, that so John Candy, for anyone who doesn't know, plays an albatross who flies little mice around. And um, in the first one, his brother Orville did it. And it's because the voice actor for Orville passed away. Oh, no and way. And so they didn't want to replace the character because he was so well-loved. He was a, I, I, I don't particularly know him, but apparently... They didn't want to replace him, so they just created a brother. And so they named them Orville and Wilbur as if they were the Wright brothers. Brilliant! So I never thought that as a yeah. kid. No, Genius. of course. We could say that right now. That was not clocked. So we are watching the amazing, underappreciated amazing. Disney animated film, The Rescuers Done Under. Guys, if you haven't seen it, you really should check this one out. It is a blast. The animation totally. is gorgeous. It's so and it's, super it's so funny. good. John Candy is brilliant. There are like lizards in it. There's that a are giant so funny. golden there eagle who's like are funny. movements are amazing and breathtaking. Oh, and it's man, beautiful. did you not wish you could ride a giant golden eagle as a kid after watching this movie? Oh my gosh, oh. absolutely. The opening scene where they're like panning yes. through the the uh, field. And that is, oh, it's honestly, so good, guys, guys, the opening alone—if that does not suck you in. Then I don't know what's wrong with you, to be perfectly honest, because that oh, is such a brilliant opening. So I don't know good. what's wrong with you. you I don't know what's wrong with you. So hard because it's such a good show. Um, oh man, it's so good. It's about and it's about like the bad guy is he's so a poacher. Bad he's a poacher. And, like he's everything you and he's hate really in a bad guy. He's very charming oh. one minute and then very threatening the next minute, and so you're kind of and he has some very dark humor jokes, and I admit to laughing to them, but at the same time you're always reminded of just how bad he is and how ruthless he's willing he's to do so anything good. including Gosh. kidnapping mm-hmm. a small boy to find out where a rare golden eagle is at he has no qualms about that it is so good it's oh, great love it it's love so it. good <laughs> oh okay lisa what so, are you calling this episode so i'm gonna do the full line what is it but it's just gonna be a small bit of it oh that is the name of the and i think you know what it is but i'm gonna say I it anyway okay i <clears> really <throat> think i know it it's oh so good. there's a way out okay. all right you'll go as a wallet <laughs> you'll go as a belt and our dear frank no no, no i don't want to hear it no no frank no will go I'm not a purse oh a lovely lady's no! purse <laughs> So the line 
will just be Frank will go as a purse. <laughs> but you guys now know the context. And if you want to understand why it's as funny as it is, because it's so funny, watch the movie. Uh, I guarantee that scene will have you laughing. It's so good. <laughs> That's our Thank trivia you. zone. Great pick, Lisa. I'm very <laughs> disheartened by how long it took me to get it, but I'm really excited. And to it watch is it. on Disney Plus. So if you guys have time, Disney so. Plus, you can watch it there. Yeah. Oh, great movie. <laughs> it's so good. Okay, guys, have a wonderful weekend. We will be back on Tuesday, giving you some <laughs> some amazing jokes and quotes and uh, regaling As you always. with uh, sarcastic stories. Mm-hmm.